Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right. Welcome back to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is your host, Brandon Allen. And I have a topic today that is something that has been on my heart. And if I'm being honest, I'm a little nervous about even talking about this because it has to do with recent events in Charlottesville, the conversation that has come up for people since then. And I thought this would be very appropriate to tie this back into what I talked about last week when I talked about what is the first step or the best way to create accountability. And I don't want to create some spoilers here. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you can pause this, go back and listen. But for those of you who heard last week's episode, I talked about accountability. And where does great accountability start? It starts with ourselves. And when I think about things that have transpired in our world, I want to draw the parallel to why it's so important to take personal responsibility and accountability for your life and to be the captain of your ship. And I'll tell you this, I'm going to share some origins of kind of where I came from and how I got here and because I think it's pertinent to the discussion. And when I, the first 10 years of my life, I recognized that the world didn't owe me a goddamn thing. It did not owe me anything. My father walked out on me before I was born. My mother was a heavy drinker. We moved around a lot. I was in situations and scenarios that were unsafe. And at an early age, I realized the, the, the world doesn't owe me shit. I mean, it doesn't. When you grow up in that and you have to fend for yourself, you, were, you learn some hard truths about the world. And this is some hard truths that a lot of people have had to recognize and understand and realize over the years. And those hard truths come from a lot of different things. I mean, uh, you could learn some hard truths about the world not owing you anything because of your sexual orientation, because of the color of your skin, because of your gender. There's a lot of things that happen in this world where people are victimized, legitimately victimized. But just because we're victimized does not mean that we need to be a victim. And as I talk about this, I, I got to tell you, I got a, I got a very low tolerance for victimhood. And in some cases, it really creates a situation where I lack empathy, which is something that I work on and, and struggle with as a leader in my home, as a spouse, as a parent, as a boss. Empathy is important. It's important to put yourself and other people's shoes and understand where they're coming from and the challenges that come up for them. But when I think about a lack of accountability, I'm not talking about what you think I might be talking about. And when I talk about having a lack of uh, accountability and being a victim, I want to flip this a little bit. I'm not talking about people of color. What I'm talking about is white people who seem to think that they are disenfranchised and somehow a victim to this world. And I want to just point this out. And I want to pick on white people. Number one, I'm a white male. I think I can. And number two, I just think that this is where 
A lack of personal responsibility and accountability in this world borders on the absurd. And think about this. If you think about why white supremacy, why the alt-right, why those things even exist, is because a group of people feel disenfranchised and they feel that the world hasn't dealt them fair cards. Like They can't celebrate their whiteness. They can't be white. They can't be the kind of person that they want to be. And they look at all these things that are now infringing upon their perfect, pristine white lifestyle. You know, things like rap music, things like uh, uh, interracial marriage, things like that that are now affecting their world. So now they've gotten together. And so now here's what you get. You get one person who isn't taking personal responsibility and accountability for their life. And they start kicking the can down the road. And pretty soon they're joined by other people who kick the can down the road too. And they say, you know what? You're right, man. This life is unfair. You know, what do do we get? Where's ours? How come no one appreciates or allows us to be who we want to be? How come we don't have a white pride day? You get all these nonsensical thought processes that come up because you get one person who Uh, decides that they're going to reside as a victim in the consumer condition. And now they're going to find other people because like attracts like other people who reside in the consumer condition and, and they reside in victimhood too. And they're like, yeah, man, you're right. This is bullshit. How come we are so abused? How come we're, uh, how come we're not celebrated? How come the world isn't giving us what, uh, we are owed? And and I draw this back to the accountability parallel because the problem with people not taking accountability is when they get entitled, when they think that the world owes them something, and the reality is is the world doesn't owe you anything. And if you feel like the world is against you and all your problems are outside of yourself, you're screwed. And as I sit here and I think about this and I talk about this, the thing that comes to mind is I don't need to worry about what's going on in the world. All I got to do is handle my own business. And if people worried about handling their own business in a different way, whether that be uh, how my family is raised, okay, I decide, I am the leader of my home, I decide how my family is raised, what they think about, what they talk about, what things are acceptable, what's not acceptable, we decide this as, as leaders of our homes. We decide what kind of marriage we want to have. We get to make a lot of great decisions in our life. But as soon as we feel like those uh, that power is stripped away from us, we're powerless. We're powerless in, in our lives. As soon as we feel like we don't have control over our destiny or our success, we're in big trouble. And look, I know that we can't control Every single thing that happens to us, you know, as me, as uh, you know, I'll even add to this and make it uh, even more crazy. I, not only am I a white male, but I'm a a a, uh, a Jesus loving uh, Christ follower as well. And so, uh, you know, here we are talking about this, and I know, like, as a as a Christ follower, I know. Look, God is in control. I am a steward of what he has created and what he has placed there. Now, for some of you listening to this, you don't believe that at all, and and that's not for you, and I get that, and I respect that, and it's totally fine. But for me, I understand that. You know, I'm not in control, but God also has given me tools, gifts, and resources to go out and be productive and create value. And if we spent more time thinking about 
outwardly focusing, how do I create value for others versus inwardly focusing on what's wrong and why am I not getting mine, the world would be a whole lot more of a powerful place. But all these things come from scarcity and inward focus. When we have this kind of conflict, when we have people get together, and again, I just want to draw the parallel to this because it's so absurd. Think about a group of white men who sit around and say, God damn it, the life, my life is not fair. Life is not fair for white men. And I just, I chuckle at that because my God, this world is designed to help white men be successful. I mean, if you can't win in this environment, you can't win. It doesn't matter what people are going to do. You can't win. So if you believe that to be the case, it doesn't matter what the government decrees. It doesn't matter if you put yourself on your own goddamn island. It doesn't matter. You still won't be successful because you think the world is doing something to you that it's not doing. Because you're rooted in fear, scarcity, the consumer condition, and recognizing that people are bringing things from outside of you uh, that are now infringing upon your life. That is the... That is the slippery slope to victimhood in which you will be a victim your entire life. Now, I'm picking on uh, white men who uh, picket and get together in groups and maybe they wear white pointy hats. I'm picking on that. But look, this is every person in the country. Some people decide that they're going to be a victim to their circumstances. Some people decide that they're going to transcend their circumstances and do something different. And I'm not saying that people don't have hard lives and bad things don't happen to them and there aren't some things to be sad about and to uh, fight for in terms of justice and freedom because there is. But if you think about this, I mean, think about how prevalent a lack of accountability and responsibility is today in our personal lives and think about how we can lead people and lead ourselves first so that we can create the kind of personal responsibility and accountability that we want in today's society by saying, look, if I want to, uh, you know, Gandhi said it best, right? Gandhi said, be the change that you wish to see in the world because the only person I have control over ultimately is myself. That's the only thing person, circumstance that I can I can control me. I can control how I show up. I can control how I respond to things that aren't ideal. But as soon as I become a victim and I turn inward and I start to think life isn't fair and things aren't going well, bam, I'm in the consumer condition. I am a victim and everything is happening to me. Nothing happens through me. So everything that I have is a result of just bad luck. Or maybe it's a result of good luck, depending on where you're at in this particular situation. I just, when I heard about the the Charlottesville situation and how that whole thing went down, but then I heard the narrative about what's going on and the fact that people will suggest that there is a war against, uh, you know, people being white or people being straight or whatever the war is that's out there, that is utter nonsense and bullshit. And if you believe that, you will always be stuck in an area of your life that you don't want to be in because you're not willing to look at the hard truths that that maybe suggest 
that you're in the place that you're in, in the lack of satisfaction that you're in because of choices that you have made or not made that have put you in that place. That is a really convicting thought. And if you want to think about the things that are going on in your life, maybe your employees aren't isn't working the way that you want it to, your business isn't working the way that you want it to, your marriage relationship isn't working the way you want it to, maybe your relationship with your kids isn't ideal, maybe you don't have enough friendships, maybe you don't have any hobbies, whatever it is that's going on in your life, take a look at what you have contributed to the situation and make the changes that are necessary for you to do that because really, truly, only you can do it. I hope I haven't, uh, you know, I, I know this is a deviation from my normal podcast and how I normally talk. Um, some of you uh, may resonate really well with this. I understand too that I may have pissed some people off, but you know, to be honest with you, the type of people that would be angry and pissed off about this are the kind of people that I don't even care if they listen to my show or work with me as a client anyway. So I'm not super worried about that, but I felt like I needed to say that as a white man to understand that, listen, the world does not owe you anything. And if you're particularly a white man, for God's sakes, uh, the world has been shaped and formed for us to win. And if you still think that you can't win in that environment, man, you are a special kind of victim and a special kind of crazy uh, to, to, uh, to, to really think and feel that. So I just wanted to follow up with that. That was something on my heart. I just felt like I had to get it out. I hope this is helpful. I hope this is, this is just, look, we have the power to bring personal responsibility back to everything that we do and understand that the government's not going to give that to us. Uh, you know, your, your leaders around you may not give that to us, but we have the power to create those things. Uh, and it starts with how we show up and the choices that we make today. I hope that's helpful. I hope that's inspiring for, for people. Um, if you have any questions and, uh, you want to dialogue further, go to newworkrevolution.com, leave a comment on the show page, leave a a message for me if you want to send me a message and I would be happy to dialogue further about this. Hey, let's go out there. Let's be value producers. Who can we create value for? Who can we care about? Who can we ma- whose lives can we make better because of our existence? And let's go out and focus on how we can make the world better. We're entrepreneurs, we're business owners. That's what we're wired to do. That's what we aim to do. That's why we started our business. Let's go out and kick some ass and just really make lives people's lives better this week. Hey, thanks again for listening to the show. If you thought this was helpful, if you think it's powerful, if you think someone else needs to hear this, by all means, please share it. And hey, if you like the show, please rate the show in iTunes. That's how people discover it. That's how people see it. And again, thank you for listening. We'll talk again next week. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.